And now it's time for Crocheting with Ron. Wait, that can't be right. Now it's time for cro Oh, okay, okay. Now it's time for Crotchety Old Ron. That makes much more sense. You're listening to The Ron Van Dam Show on New England Broadcasting. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. It's The Ron Van Dam Show. Hold on tight, things can get a bit weird, if you like that sort of thing. Hey, welcome to the program. It is the Ron Van Dam Show. That's me. Got my hand raised. Over here. Over here. How are you? Good to be with you. We're going to have a good time today. That's a matter of opinion, of course, not necessarily what happens to you, but I'm going to enjoy this, so follow me and let's have some fun. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way, (laughs) but in theory, that sounded really good. How you doing? It's the middle of the week. It's the hump day thing, huh? Yeah. We're going to go humping today. I've turned the word hump into a verb. I'm going humping. Don't even say it. Don't even say it. I know. Okay. All right. Let's do some news first. Uh, You know, the secret document thing, (laughs) the classified document thing. Uh, As you know, uh, the former president, Donald Trump, that's a hard phrase to say and really mean it, but he was a president. Can you believe that? Anyway, um, yeah, uh, obstructing justice, refusing to give the documents back to the government, uh, going to court over it, um, <laughs> refusing to give them up. Uh, you know, it's, uh, and then uh, Joe Biden, the, the present president, uh, f- they found it in his garage at his home and in various locations that uh, he officially worked in and um but they were immediately handed over to the government uh without any raids without any threats uh, biden said yeah i shouldn't have these get them now get them out of here i didn't know i had them now uh, i don't know if you've heard but uh former vice president mike pence remember him he was a vice president did you remember that it's a long time ago Mike Pence, uh, they found some documents. He found some documents, immediately called the Justice Department, said, look, I've, I've got these things. Come get them. And if you want to search for more, be my guest. I didn't know I had them. Uh, <laughs> we, we had found out also that Jimmy Carter, who was president a long time ago, bless his heart, man, what a wonderful man. Jimmy Carter, uh, they found some documents in his home way back after he vacated the White House decades and decades and decades and decades ago, (laughs) back in the turn of the century. Um, 
yeah, he immediately said, N- I, I don't I don't know how I got these things. Get them out of here. Some staffer probably, I, I don't know, they're in a bog. Take them out of here. In every single case, everybody cooperated immediately. In Donald Trump's case, yeah, come get me. They're mine. You're getting them. They're mine. Yeah, I don't have any. I don't have any more. I don't, we search. We don't have any. Uh, we, we don't, I did, they're mine. That's a horrible impression of him, but I had to change my voice. So Donald Trump still remains the asshole in all of this. The rest of the uh, the vice president, president, all those things, uh, they they didn't know they had him. As soon as they were discovered, they said, hey, I've got these things. Come, come get everything you can find here. I shouldn't have these. That's the difference, kids. That's the difference. I've probably got some classified documents, and I wasn't even in the White House. Yeah, I was cleaning my house yesterday, and I don't have a White House. I have a, a kind of an eggshell-colored house. And I was doing some cleaning and some dusting. You know, that's what I do. And uh, I, was, I needed some loose change, so I looked in my couch cushions. I found loose change, car keys, Jesus, and I also found 700 classified documents all uh, down the crevice of my couch. So it happens. It happens to everybody, including me. You've probably got classified documents stuffed in your bra. And if you're a woman, you probably have them stuffed somewhere as well. (sighs) Comes to find out that uh, these classified documents, a lot of them are not really top secret. They're just classified. There is a difference. But even so, every president, every vice president, every uh, chief of staff in the White House probably has, by mistake, packed up some of those documents. I mean, how is that possible? Because they don't pack them up. Their staffers do. You know, we're vacating uh, the premises. Take every, here's some boxes, put every, throw everything in it. How many times have you moved in your lifetime and you, they, you just packed up everything in boxes, but it, it's, it wasn't you. If you had a staff, a staff of 10 people packing up for you, um, you don't know what they're putting in the boxes, and then they, they move. Uh, you you move and you go to your house and they, they stack the boxes somewhere. You don't know what's in them. You don't open them up. Even when you move from house, have you moved from house to house or apartment to apartment? Sometimes those boxes, you don't even open those things up. They're, they're, they're old papers. They're stored somewhere. You don't go through every one of them when you move. Well, that's what happened. And even in Trump's case, that's what happened. But Trump knew it happened. And then he said, no. You're not getting them. That's your difference, baby. That's your obstruction of justice. That's the haul your ass out of here difference. And I'm not being politically uh, impartial or partial or whatever you want to say. It has nothing to do with political motivation. It has to do with somebody breaking the law. And I'll tell you something, man. If I broke the law or you broke the law, your ass would be in jail right now for a long time and you'd financially be be ruined. (laughs) All men are created equal. Stop saying that. Stop saying that. 
It's not true. Presidents are not equal for some reason. They get away with a lot of shit. Some minorities are not equal. They, they get the shit. It's, all men are not created equal. I don't even want to talk about women. Okay, fine. Anyway, you know what the real problem is with the secret document, what the classified document thing is? There's no real agency that comes into when, when a, a person of Congress or a vice president or president, chief of staff, when they move from office to office or they move out of public office back into private life and no longer hold a position, there has got to be a member of the Justice Department or the archives that goes to the location and goes through every box that is being taken out of that secured area whether it be the chief of staff office, the Oval Office, the White House, a congressional office, there must be a representative from the archives standing over saying, uh, you can't take that. There is nothing like that. They just, staffers just pack up boxes, put papers in it, and, and out they go. In a country so organized... Um, we apparently uh, missed some loopholes here. <laughs> All right. Uh, enough about that. I'm trying to educate you on what's really going on. You know, if you're just going to listen to a uh, pomp and circumstance kind of uh, reactionary spinning, then you're going to get all the wrong information. Am I giving you the right information? You bet your ass I am. You bet your ass I am. Okay. All right. Where are we going to go from here? Where do we go from here? Well, I'll take a moment and ask you how you are. How you doing? You all right? So yesterday I'm online. That's that thing on the computer thing, the online thing. When I was younger, uh, my first apartment didn't have a washing machine. I used to put my clothes online. I used to throw them, uh, I used to wash them in the sink because, you know, I was a bachelor. I, I didn't wear anything. I, I wore underwear until it had just broken through, you know, so there wasn't, there's was no wash going on. If something was dirty, I would just buy another one. Uh, and I wasn't rich. I was just lazy. Uh, but I, I would wash my clothes in the sink. And then uh, in the bathroom, I had this little rack and I would just dry the clothes on there. And I was basically drying my clothes online a different definition of what's going on today. So I go online and I try to get into one of my stupid things that uh, requires a password. And I put the password in, I hit enter, and I'm expecting to get into the site that I've paid for, apparently. But it won't let me in. Oh, oh, what's going on? Is something wrong? I didn't change my password. What's going on? Well, at the bottom of the page, there's a little box, and it says, next to the box, which I should apparently be click and checking, it says, I am not a robot. I'm supposed to click that to, to identify that I am not a robot. Apparently, there are robots going online trying to get into various websites that require a password. 
I don't know any robots particular. I think I think one of my acquaintances is a robot, but I'm not sure. I know Alexa is a robot. I don't know what the hell she's doing when I'm not in the house. I think she's opening refrigerator because I, I found like some cookies and uh, and half a roast beef sandwich missing. Um, and I think it was her because she has free reign in every room. Uh, I am no, I am not a robot, and I clicked it, and then all of a sudden, I'm getting another screen that has pictures of a of streets. There's like nine pictures on the screen, and now I have to play this little game in order to prove that I'm not a robot. Hey, you know, like I never thought there'd be a point in my life that I would have to, in order to get somewhere that I paid for. I would have to prove that I'm not a robot. Hey, uh, I, I, I'm telling you, I'm not a robot. So there's nine pictures. Looks like the beginning to the Brady Bunch. Uh, there are nine squares equally uh, thrown up onto the screen. And it's pictures of various roads. And some of the pictures have cars in them. Some of the pictures have people in them. And some of the pictures have parts of buses in them and it says at the bottom click on uh pictures of the buses where you where there's a bus in the picture well three of them out of the nine had a bus in it one of them was questionable because it was like the tail end of a bus but i guess being not a robot i realized it's still a bus it's not a whole bus there's a bus in the picture. So I clicked on that too. And then I got into my website because I proved that I'm not a robot. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what freaking society I belong in here, but I now have to prove that I'm not a robot. At a point, I started questioning myself. Well, am I a robot though? No, I'm not. Oh, look what they're doing to me. They're brainwashing me into being a robot. This is becoming very disconcerting. All day yesterday, I was walking around feeling that I was uh, not human. I just, um, I must now prove that I'm not a robot. I will never do that that robot dance that some people do, you know, where they make believe they're a robot. Don't make believe you're a robot. Someone's going to think you're a robot, and you're going to have to go through all this shit that I went through here. I have never felt so insecure in my life as I do when I go onto a computer. Uh, an acquaintance of mine said, uh, Ron, why are, you, why are you printing out all these documents? Uh, you should just store them in the computer. You don't need to print them out. Oh, I don't? Oh, I don't? What about some day when my computer gets infected by robots? Or there's some cyber, uh, cyber leak. I don't know what that means. Um, a, a cyber attack, and uh, and and my computer is totally washed out. Well, Ron, don't you back up your information to the cloud? Excuse me. I don't know, not to the cloud. I do it to the stars and to the galaxy, but the cloud, no. 
I don't know if it's going to rain or not, and it's going to lose all my information in it. Ron, you got to back up your information. How about if I just print it? Let me tell you something. Um, when I was younger, uh, s- someone could break into my house. I could be burglarized. That's possible. Chances of that are a lot lower than my computer dying or uh, information being stolen from my files cyber-wise without even having to enter my house or, or, or break, a, break through a window. Loss of information through a computer uh, with a cyber attack is far more likely. They can get stuff out of me. They don't even have to come into my house to do that. Robots can steal from me. You talk about uh, uh, the zombie apocalypse, you know, dead people walking the streets and attacking you and chewing your arm off. I've seen that movie. I know what happens. Robots are doing that too. Robots are attacking us through these little uh, cables and even wirelessly. They're Wi-Fiing us. We can be attacked by robots. I thought that was silly at a point. Now I'm realizing that's probable. Something's wrong, man. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. We got to stop this. Well, we do because we pay exorbitant amounts in cybersecurity. If you had a business, a store somewhere back in the 80s or 70s or something like that before you were born, you put a burglar alarm on the front door and on the back door, a deadbolt. You made sure that your uh, front window was uh, smash-proof. Put alarms all over that were connected to the police department. Some broke into your place. Police could be there in like a minute. You secured that building. When your business was open, you might hire a security guard to make sure no one was uh, shoplifting or anything like that. And that was the end of your security. It was affordable. Now, not only do you have to secure your store, but most people have online stores. Well, I don't have to secure that. Yes, you do. Now you have to invest in cybersecurity to make sure that all of your thousands and thousands and thousands of customers are safe and that your business is safe. So you spend zillions of dollars on cybersecurity. And that, that cost is passed on to your customers, obviously. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in business. You wouldn't make any money. There you go. And there you go. Today's world costs a lot more to secure than it did before. And by the way, I am not a robot. How dare you? How dare you? I know the difference between a car and a bus. And that makes me not a robot. Sometimes I have to change my password, which is annoying because I don't remember what my other password was originally. 
My password is in the cloud. I don't have to know it. Well, Ron, there, there, are, there are programs, uh, software you can buy where your passwords are in the software. Yeah, what happens if the software dies? Well, you're screwed. So you know what I do with my passwords? I write them down. And here we go, back to square one again, writing things down. I'm telling you, man, you people, you people kill me sometimes. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, my guest is going to join us. Hello, this is Father Mike Slannery from the Our Lady of the Sacred Spatula Church here in town. And I'm excited to tell you about a thrilling new addition to our monthly Friday night bingo game lineup. In addition to classic favourites like Coverall and Four Corners, we'll now be adding Full Contact Bingo. That's right, Full Contact. That's where the friendly community game you love meets the hard-hitting action of football and hockey that you crave. Is Mrs Smith about to call bingo before you? Hit her with a cross-check or crash her into the boards. I should mention that all Full Contact games will take place in the street hockey rink behind the parish function hall where the Our Lady of the Sacred Spatula Fighting Sons of Leviticus hold their matches. Protective gear is recommended and weapons are not allowed. And if you feel bad about taking out a friend or neighbour so you can win a few bucks at the bingo, I will be on hand to take your confession. That all starts next Friday night at the Parish Hall at the Our Lady of the Sacred Spatula Church, 27 Eucharist Way, right downtown. We'll see you there. Andrew Hartnett joins us now. He's the NASAA president, uh, and that's the North American Securities Administration Association. That's why we use the uh, the initials. Um, thanks for being with us today. Uh, Andrew is a uh, securities fraud expert. And uh, Andrew, give, give me some numbers that will uh, tell me exactly where we're at as far as uh, these situations are concerned. Yeah, so... You know, one of the it, it's a it's a scary time um, to to protect um, our seniors from uh, investment fraud and from digital investment fraud. Let me give you a couple. You asked for numbers, so let me yeah. offer you a couple of numbers. Uh, one of the reasons, you know, seniors are the number one target for uh, scammers, and the reason for that is they're the ones with the money. Um, you know. <clears throat> If you look at the uh, average 35-year-old, they have an average net worth of about $75,000. The average 75-year-old has a net worth of about a million dollars. Really? So scammers are going to target the... (laughs) Where do you uh, live? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, Okay. uh, uh, That's from a Federal Reserve uh, Uh uh, study a couple years ago. But but, but then the... uh, Taking that to the next step, in 2020 and 2021, uh, the estimate of uh, losses from investment fraud uh, just for seniors, you know, mm-hmm. not, e- not even anybody not yet in that category, was $1.7 billion. Wow. Um, and, uh, you know, generally, folks who, who do this work worry that those numbers undercount the true measure of the losses because, mm-hmm. you know, folks don't report uh, and... So 1.7 billion is still a an awfully large number, um, but but you know probably under 
undercounts the, the true measure of the harm. Right. So, so uh, to give us an idea of what we should look, look out for, what's one of the more popular uh, scams, investment scams these days? So <clears throat> one, of the, uh, one of the ones that we have seen a lot lately uh, involves uh, precious metals. Um, and we, what we have seen is people, um, you know, the, the pitch sort of starts with, um, you can't, you can't rely on the stock market. Um, it's an unreliable way to, uh, make your, to, to reach retirement. Um, that what you need to do is you need sort of a hard currency. You need, uh, to invest in precious metals. Yeah. Um, but what we're seeing in the, the sort of uh, from some uh, certain sellers is that then that what they do is they get folks to move their money from a retirement account into what's called a self-directed IRA yeah. and to buy uh, gold and silver coins. Uh, but what they don't tell them is that those coins are marked up so much that we're seeing investors who lose, you know, sure. half of their retirement account. Sure. Sometimes just you know the moment they say yes to to the pitch. So who's, uh, who's, who's that's who's, how much the the, uh, the coins were marked up. Right, but how are the marketers making their money? It's not just a loss on the uh, investor, but it's a gain for the person that just sold you on this. Yeah, the way they make it is that the you know they that that markup that they didn't disclose is profit uh-huh. for them. Aha, uh-huh. aha. Uh-huh. You know, um, if someone had money. Uh, you would think that they wouldn't be so eager to invest it in things that they knew nothing about or didn't have checked out to any great extent because they that's they're just that much more cagey about their finances. I would think it would be the people that don't have much money which are looking for any way they can to make some. You know, I in my experience, um, there's there's it's hard to... Um, figure out who will um, fall victim to a scam. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody is sort of vulnerable yeah. to it. And what I would say is that the best way I've been able to understand it is that um, none of us know as much about, or very few of us know as much about investing Correct. as we would like. Yeah. And therefore, somebody who yep. pitches him or herself as yeah. an expert. Sounds sounds like that, yeah. I got yeah. you. I got so. you. Uh, wow. Um, and this is, this is life savings in many situations and leaves people like out cold, angry, and you can't catch these people sometimes. Is that true too? You know, it, it, sometimes we can, and you know, we, we, there are statistics where, you know, we, uh, state securities regulators helped, um, you know, we're involved in almost 200 criminal cases last year. Um, so we do definitely, uh, catch people and help send them to jail if what they've done is criminal. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't want to completely leave people with, uh, you know, a feeling of hopelessness. Right. But it is also true that we see scams that are, you know, perpetrated from uh, internationally, yeah, right. and and we can't uh, we can't get the money back, and we can't track down who did it. So you know, we we see we see both versions of that. Yeah. 
I guess it's sometimes a personality thing where if you just, you're a person that takes chances and puts their trust in other people to any great extent, then you're probably uh, ripe for this, uh, unfortunately. Uh, well, uh, there was there was the, the crypto uh, scam recently where they, they got that guy, but was that a good example of what happened? I mean, I, are you... You know, there, there's, I think there's we've a lot seen of cryptos, a lot of, right. uh, <laughs> I know. What's that? there's a lot of crypto scams. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of crypto scams. And I think, I think what I, you know, what I would want to say about crypto right now yeah. is that, you know, there's a lot of, um, the general investing advice is you need to understand what you're investing in. Yes. And I think adding to that with crypto is you need to understand how it's stored and yeah. how you can get it out yeah. and all of that. And if you don't understand all of that, then yeah. that's a huge red flag. Yeah. Um, you know, circling back to some of the, you were, you were talking about taking risks and that yes. kind of thing. I think one of the things that we would um, caution investors is, you know, people who are trying to get you to make bad investment decisions or yeah. scammers one of the thing, one of the tools in their arsenal is to get you to uh, to make a decision immediately. Yeah, right. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, they yeah, want yeah, you to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the number one thing, one of the number most important things you can do is not do that. You yeah. know, step back, think it through. Does it really make sense? Right. Uh, talk to a friend. You know. But but don't get yourself in that. Yes, I have to make it right now. This this amazing investment opportunity is going to go away if I don't invest yeah. right now. Well, you because know that's how you get yourself yeah. in trouble. I mean, well, even in the, in the stock market, I mean, you do have to make kind of uh, quick decisions. But there, I would think I would only deal with established companies that have been around for forever and uh, have good clean records. I mean, that's. I mean, you know, if you're not making a zillion dollars, a billion dollars is good enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but that, you know, you, you hit on another another great piece of advice, which yeah. is that uh, a great way to avoid investment scams yeah. is to work with a registered financial yes. advisor. Yes. Um, you know, and you you can. We always tell people to call their uh, state securities regulator. You can also use a website called BrokerCheck, mm-hmm. but that will help you learn. You know, a is the person that you're working with registered, and b, uh, you know, you also referenced uh, their background. Yeah. You know, do they have clean backgrounds? That'll also help you learn that. And that, that's a great way to ensure yeah. that you're not falling into these scams because they're, they're not going to sell you. Yeah. Um, you know, a precious metal scam. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say it, but sometimes when people lose like this, it's a little bit their fault too, you know, and it's a lesson that's kind of too late to learn, unfortunately. Um, There's a lot more to talk about, but we don't have the time to do it. Where can we go to get more information on this? Yeah. So a great place to go is to uh, the NASAA.org website. Uh, Click on the investor education tab. There's investor alerts. Um, and other information on the topics we talked about today and many others. So great Great. place to go. Again, that's N-A-S-A-A. You got to check that first. You just have to. Uh, Thank you so much for your time today. It's been great speaking to you. Great talking to you. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. Well, that'll do it for me today. Thank you to my guest and thank you to you. Are you a robot, by the way? You might be. Hmm. 
Anyway, I'll be back again tomorrow with a brand new show. But until that time arrives, well, I wish you peace.